We've got football coming up tonight. The NFL season kicks off with the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs playing host to the Houston Texans. Out on the diamond, it was a beautiful day for some baseball. And heading into 2020, many people thought there would be no high school football. Welcome to the WNCT Podcast Network. You're listening to WNCT 9 on your side, Sports Talk, with sports director Brian Bailey, Nolan Knight, and Kelsey O'Donnell. Hello and welcome to another edition of WNCT 9 on your side, Sports Talk. Nolan Knight here, joined with, as always, our sports director Brian Bailey and sports reporter Kelsey O'Donnell. And guys, the East Carolina basketball team is undefeated 4-0 for the first time in nearly seven years. At 4-0 for the only the fourth time in school history. And that kind of tells you a little bit about the basketball history uh, here at East Carolina. But uh, they, they played well. The game the other night was probably one of the most bizarre games that I think I've ever seen. Jaden Gardner said it was one of the craziest things <laughs> he's, he's ever, ever been a part yeah, of. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Pirates were up 14 at the half. You know, Wilmington comes back. They're up 10 with six minutes to play. Pirates force overtime, and then the Pirates win by 10. So it was uh, – and, and the, the bad thing about it is when East Carolina plays UNC Wilmington, one of the great parts of the story is the crowd because yep. it always, you know, brings a big crowd whether they play in Wilmington or play at East Carolina. And obviously we didn't have any type of crowd for the game. So, you know, that that was – that's the, the, the shameful part of this whole thing. But uh, one of these days we'll get back to normal. Were you at that game, Nolan? Uh, the UNC Wilmington game, I was not. I was at the Radford game uh, beforehand, though. Uh, having, you know, talking about both of those games, the Pirates, uh, since the last time we talked, did play Radford in 163-50. to We got to see a local in action in Keyshawn mm-hmm. Porter of Southwest Edgecombe High School. And then UNC Wilmington, Shaheen Phillips, he was out with an injury, I think, but Amaje Dodd, he, he only played three minutes of that game. But still, really cool to, to see some some of these local guys come back to, to Greenville and get some action on the floor. The Pirates will now turn to tomorrow when they're supposed to face off against a North Florida team. They'll probably be favored in that game and they'll be 5-0 and if they are and don't want to talk too soon, especially <laughs> talking with ECU sports. But uh, a, a good matchup for them against North Florida. And, and then the conference schedule wraps up just like that. that that's how strange it's it is this year is you just play a couple of games and then we're going to be right in the middle of the conference schedule. So uh, that's different to, well, to say the least. And North Florida comes to town 0-6, but mm-hmm. they played Florida State, Miami, and uh, North Carolina State right. from the Atlantic Coast Conference. And then East Carolina, when they finish that game, they'll they'll go to SMU next week and then they'll come back and play another non-conference game, James Madison. So uh, they've still got those sprinkled in. But as you said, with the 20-game schedule for the American, you don't get a whole lot of chances to – to play any non-conference games, but if the Pirates can take care of business and go to five and zero, that'd be that'd be pretty big around here. I know with this schedules, I feel like they're crunched down, but you can't really take any game for granted. And coming in, this team being zero and six, and then the men's being four and zero, I think that they hopefully will keep pushing forward and not take it as oh they're zero and six and kind of go lightly on it. And they pretty much know that that's, that's something that they can't afford to do. And I think with mm-hmm. Coach Dooley and Coach Rockford and those guys over there, I think you know I think they'll be prepared. But but I do worry about that game just because you know you're not going to lose every game, right. and you've played some really good competition. Good start of the season for the men. Let's go ahead and move forward and focus on the women. They have started their season one and three, but have had a very 
tough uh, non-conference mm-hmm. schedule to say the least. Uh, one in three, they have a win against Virginia, but they have losses uh, this past week to Georgia and Duke. And today, later on, uh, they'll take on VCU. A tough start for them. Uh, just year two of the Kim McNeil era, and and I think she's still trying to develop uh, that culture over in Minji's. But, uh, you know, a big win against UVA, I think that was, we talked about that in the last show. But but to say the least, that non-conference schedule's been tough for them. Yeah, when you go to Duke and play on Cameron Indoor Stadium, even with no fans in the stands, mm-hmm. I mean, it's still, you know, it's a little intense intimidating playing in that building and I think that maybe the, the ladies didn't handle it as well as Kim McNeil would have lo- liked uh, for them to have handled it but uh, it, it's a tough non-conference schedule and hopefully we'll get them ready for the conference slate which does not include UConn this year which is a, yep. a, definitely a plus for everybody. <laughs> I was at that game last year and that was just fun to watch the UConn ladies do their thing. Yeah I bet. So. But Kim McNeil definitely has a great handle on her team I think just listening to her Pre-game, post-game, with whatever it is during the week, she definitely has a lot of passion, as do all the ECU coaches. But she's got a handle on this team that I think they're gonna we're gonna see some pretty impressive games this year out of them. A lot of new faces on that team as well. Let's stick uh, with hoops and move to the ACC. One of my favorite times of the year is the ACC Big Ten Challenge. It's it's been taking oh. place since 1999. <laughs> uh, it started out as as an experiment. It's kind of turned into a. a you know, early in the season tradition, and it was a bad day for the ACC to say the least. Yesterday, uh, UNC <laughs> probably had the biggest matchup of the night, taking on the number third, number three, the the third ranked Iowa Hawkeyes. That's how we'll say it. That's how Carolina uh, said yeah. it because they were stumbling all night, <laughs> and they fall ninety three to eighty. The Tar Heels yeah. dropped to three and two. Uh, their other loss being to another top twenty five team in Texas. Uh, a, a tough, tough road loss uh, and a tough game to play on the road uh, against Iowa last night for the Tar Heels. Yeah, and that's the type of schedule that Roy Williams likes. He's got a relatively young team. You know, Dayron Sharp's going to be a man, yeah. but he was in foul trouble early last mm-hmm. night. Had two early fouls. Uh, I didn't see his third, which I heard was a little controversial. I saw his fourth foul. And it was, was like just six, flopping all over yeah. the place, and it was like sixteen because, minutes left. Yeah, in the and he's half. still learning how to play at this level. I mean, when these guys play on the high school ranks, they can pretty much do anything they want to. Mm-hmm. But when they get on this level, things are a little bit different. But uh, we certainly want to see Dayron do very, very well with the Tar Heels, and uh, just you know, having a kid like that, you had a chance to see in high school to play on that level. He'll he'll get better this year. Carolina will get better this year, and uh, this is the type of they're going to take their lumps early but I think there'll be good time uh, when tournament time rolls around. Well, it's funny, talking about Daron coming in as a freshman, as any senior in high school going to play at the next level, you think you're ready, and once you get out there, you're like, holy crap, it's yeah, a whole different ball deal. game, the speed, the size, everything, the whole nine yards. Um, but I do think he is definitely going to be, like you said, he's a big man be, out there. <laughs> Has adapted well, uh, finished in uh, double figures last night. The Duke Blue Devils, on the other hand, they also had a, a premier matchup taking on the sixth-ranked Illinois, finding a line nine. They dropped that one 83-68. to It was close at times, but for the majority of the game, Illinois had a, a stranglehold on that one, mm-hmm. and the Blue Devils fall to 2-2 two and two on the season. Of course, both their losses. Uh, two Big Ten schools in Michigan State and Illinois. Uh, and, and that kind of gives you an idea of how the Big Ten ACC Challenge went. Uh, I think the ACC only got one win yesterday. It was Miami taking down Purdue. And, I, and, and they were down in that yeah, game. I think they, they were down 18 at halftime. Yeah, yeah. And that was the only win for the ACC yesterday. I think they uh, finished 1-6. Uh, but the Blue Devils struggle, and after the game, Coach K had some interesting words about maybe we should reassess things mm-hmm. uh, and uh, talking about COVID and stuff as, um, you know, 
that's going to be something that everyone's going to have to deal with in the future. But the Blue Devils not off to a great start either. And, you know, who's the best team in the ACC right now after watching those two performances last night? And Virginia was picked to win it all, and they were upset by San Francisco, which Mm -hmm. shouldn't have happened. And they almost, you know, they had another close game after that. So uh, I don't know who the best team is. It's going to take a while to get that thing sorted out. Just think how good the Big Ten is going to be. Yeah, they look really good. If everyone stays healthy. I mean, you have (laughs) Iowa and Illinois in the top ten. When's the last time that's happened? Wow, that's 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 going to be fun to watch in, in that league. We always keep up with the ACC because it's right around the corner. Oh, yeah. but, mm-hmm. but, but there's so many you know double headers and, and triple headers on during college basketball season that features the Big Ten. So that'll be good. Uh, NC State, the other ACC school, they were supposed to take on Michigan in their Big Ten ACC challenge, uh, but they have had an outbreak of COVID nineteen and today officially stopped all practices, all activities to try to get that under control. So they were not in action. Uh, and Wake Forest was was never on the schedule to to play in the ACC Big Ten. And Virginia Challenge. was postponed against Michigan State tonight. Mm-hmm. So not that would have been an me. awesome matchup. Yeah. That would have been fun to watch. Mm-hmm. All right, so that does it for ACC hoops. Might as well move over to ACC football because there is an awesome matchup this Saturday. I think everyone's looking forward to 17th ranked UNC will take on tenth ranked Miami. Probably, possibly a trip to the Orange Bowl on, on the line in that one. Yeah, and that's going to be you know that, those are two really good teams, and it's unfortunate for both of them that they're you know they're not going to play in the ACC championship mm-hmm. game because it's going to be Clemson and Notre Dame. So, uh, but still, that's that's a that's an important spot because most likely Clemson and Notre Dame will be in the Final Four, and that means that's a big spot in the Orange Bowl for one of those two teams. And wouldn't that be something? And Mac Brown, second year, second year, and he's he's really done well with the Tar Heels. Ahead of schedule to say the least, they're seven and three. Uh, heading into this weekend, Miami eight and one, a, a quiet eight and one. They they ever since losing earlier in the season have kind of been overlooked and, and not talked about. So that could be a big win uh, for Miami as well, and and kind of proves to you know maybe to the rest of the country that the ACC has some great talent at the top, even though it's because you know a lot of times it's just Clemson's the best team and everyone else is is behind them. And I guess that kind of is the truth, but. Miami and UNC, a great example of, of two teams that are top of the middle of the pack and very good and can compete at a high level. Uh, the NC State Wolfpack, they finished their season 8-3 and three and will finish uh, ranked in the top 25 as, as they come out as 23rd yesterday in the college football playoff rankings. And Dave Dorn's done a great job this year because there were some in Wolfpack land that were trying to mm-hmm. you know perhaps uh, rally around and try to make a change, but Dorn's had a good year and State's going to go to a bowl game and and if they win their bowl game, they'll finish in the top 25. So uh, that's good for North Carolina State. NC State have, has had their issues, you know, even before Dorian. They, they, they break a record this season. Seven ACC wins, first time they've ever done it. I think they did play more ACC games normally than, than they would. Maybe that's how that, you know, record gets broken. Mm-hmm. But to, to, to say the least, what a season it was for NC State, a team that, as you mentioned, you know, people were ready to run them out of town and, and they finished eight and three, a chance to go nine and three and really capped off a, a good season when, when I think most teams will will like to forget about this season with everything that's going on. And we were talking about it at East Carolina. You know, the Pirates really desperately want to go to a bowl game. Uh, obviously, they didn't have the record to go this year. But if, if you're not going to – if you can't go to a bowl game, this is a good year not to go to a bowl game. I, I think <laughs> I it's, it's going to be disappointing for the guys. You know, like, like at NC State, they're going to go to a bowl – but what are they going to be able to do? I mean, right. you, you can't, you know, bowl games are really like a couple a of them got canceled too. Oh, a lot of them did mm-hmm. have been canceled. And, and a bowl game's a reward for, for a good season. Uh, you know, it's a lot of football, but it's a lot of, you know, gatherings at different restaurants or different, you know, 
venues. I've been to the bowl games where they actually went bowling and had competitions <laughs> for the teams. Uh, we were down in St. Pete um, the year for the Beef O'Brady's Bowl, and East Carolina beat Ohio, and I think it's the last bowl win East Carolina had, but they had all these competitions for the two teams in a pool. I mean, it was so nice there. It was, uh-huh. you know, 85 degrees. Right. And had, You've been to some good yeah. ones. Oh, I've, been Hawaii. Good I've been to Hawaii, yeah. I mean, St. Petersburg, yeah. Right? yeah. I've, been, I've, been to some, I've been to the Military Bowl, too. And hey, maybe I'll take us Netflix. with them next time. And I've, been, I've, been, I've been to Memphis. Why do you think I'm pulling for the Pirates? Four times, yeah. yeah we need to get Anybody listening, to we've got uh, three people on our staff now right. <laughs> ready to go. We'll get a sponsor. Brian Bailey's not the only one here. That's right. The other ACC school in action this weekend, uh, the Duke Blue Devils 2-8 and eight, taking on a 2-6 and six FSU team. Uh, a, a battle for some momentum heading into the offseason there. Yeah, both those schools are hoping to get this thing over with. <laughs> I think so as well. It's been a long yeah. season. I'll yeah. tell you, once ECU got done, I was like, okay, we're done with football. But we're not. Yeah. <laughs> I've still got plenty more. On the NFL slate, uh, a tough week for you guys. Both the Eagles and the Cowboys oh boy. <laughs> go down the – the NFC East race has almost taken center stage <laughs> across most message boards and talk it's not shows. It's really a race. It's more of like the, the <laughs> yeah. tortoise and the tortoise. Exactly. It's uh, the tortoise two garbage cans rolling down a hill. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Watch yourself over there. <laughs> uh, we have uh, the – and then the two teams that have taken the lead at 5-7, and seven, the Giants win with a, a backup quarterback, and then the – the Washington football team uh, mm-hmm. did what everyone thought they were going to do and defeated the yeah. <laughs> undefeated Steelers. What a surprise that was. That was a surprise, although, you know, I, I'm not sure how good Pittsburgh really is because, and I say that's because Dallas had them. I mean, there was two calls on the last drive that Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh beat the Cowboys, but uh, it could have gone the other way, and Dallas would have been the one people were talking about that you know could move up. <laughs> But Dallas's defense is just so bad. But I, I think Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh is going to lose a couple more. I think they're going to lose to Buffalo. I think Buffalo looks really good. Mm-hmm. I think Pittsburgh might lose lose to Cleveland. You know they've still got them on the schedule. So, uh, and I still think Kansas City is the best team uh-huh. in the NFL and most certainly in the AFC. Chiefs uh, got to win this past uh, week. Uh, it was closer than I think many thought over a Denver team that this week. Uh, the Panthers are set to face off against the Panthers earlier in the week, had some COVID issues, had to put eight players on the COVID reserve list. Uh, and I think they returned to practice today after getting no new positive tests yesterday. Uh, so the Panthers in a situation where they're out of the playoffs, uh, they're not really fighting for draft picks either. Uh, I think this is an opportunity maybe for them for the rest of the season to kind of just, you know, figure out who they are under Matt Rule and, and try to gain some momentum and, and continue to figure out who they are under a new regime. Yeah, the Panthers, with all those draft picks, went defense you know, in the last draft. And, and I think that now they're going to have to look at things and say, hey, we've got to get some weapons. And they need some weapons on offense. But I think we're seeing, again, in the NFL, and we've said it, I've said it for years, but defense wins championships. And, and you know, the Washington football team's playing good defense. The Giants are playing good defense, even though their records don't show it. But, you know, some of the other teams, you know, the defense is it's what's going to win mm-hmm. games in, in December or January leading up to February. That's a big part of the reason that the Steelers have, have been undefeated. Right, and they've been, they've been very good defensively. When you said that, that is so funny. All growing up, so my family was big into sports, and um, my sister and I both played lacrosse. I played more offense. She played more defense, and I would always rag on her because I'm like, ha-ha, I can score goals on you. My dad would look at me and say, well, you score points, and she wins the games. I'm like, all right, all right. <laughs> That uh, that just about does it for the NFL. Uh, and some local news, uh, some big news out of Kinston, as it was announced today, that the Downies Wood Ducks will be changing 
Um, not affiliations, they'll still be a part of the Texas Rangers organization. Uh, however, uh, what has changed is that they're now moving to low A compared to double A, which were which what they were in the Carolina League this past year. And there's rumblings that the Carolina League will be changing uh, who they will be playing this year and what the division will or league will be called isn't up it hasn't been said but it's a high a from from low a they they were they were high a before oh high a high a so they, now they, they were still low a. they were still in single a ball but there was two divisions and there still is two divisions in a ball there's a high a and a low a basically what hickory and, and down east are flip-flopping and and i'm not sure which other teams from the carolina league are in that flip-flop as well you talked to wade a little bit did he have any inclination of because the Rangers made this announcement today, officially, mm-hmm. but it's been going through the pipeline the last couple of days. What Wade told me is that as it stands right now, it's been released what every team has now. Every minor league team, uh, or rather, every major league team has four affiliations now. AAA, AA, High A, and Low A. Right. And so... Because it, it's no secret that a lot of minor league teams did get cut. Um, there's not. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think there's any rookie leagues anymore. There's no rookie ball. Um, so, so that's changed a lot. Um, and so for the fact that uh, Kinston and the Downies Wood Ducks still have a team, I think they're really grateful for. But he said who is going to be in each league and what the leagues will be, it will not be decided until later on because it has to go through uh, everyone has to sign that they do want to play, that they can support this and support that. But it, but it look, it is looking like the the Carolina League um, is no more. Uh, some of the teams that were in it have continued to have teams, and um, they'll be playing in a different league that are that are now low A. Uh, while there's, I think, one team or or so, maybe two that were in the Carolina League that that stayed in a, a high A situation, and so. The Downey Wood Ducks will be will be traveling to some new cities this year. I think. Yeah, and, and the difference, you know, for the average fan, you won't be able to tell a whole lot because you know, let's face it, minor league baseball is more about entertainment mm-hmm. and thirsty Thursdays and, and a getting, dollar hot getting dogs. out of the house, getting yeah, out of the taking sun. the kids out somewhere that's very family friendly, that's enjoyable, and the baseball will still be good. You know, for baseball purists, the baseball will be better. You know, in Hickory because they'll be high A, where Kinston used to be high A, or or Downey East used to be high A. So, you know, all in all, the the competition though might even be just as good, if not better, because with there being less teams, there's going to be less minor league players. Well, that's so, true. So you're too. going to have mm-hmm. higher talent everywhere. So, so the baseball know. may improve as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's still you know when you're you're in you know low A and you're trying to make your way through the minors. I mean, you're, it's a long way from the show. It's a long way to the show. Now it's but, even it's tougher with, with it being more competitive and and less stops yeah. stops to make. Uh, it's going to be. I don't know if it's going to be good or bad. To be honest, it's a. I think next year it's going to be. I think it's going to be a great year for Down East, just because people are dying to get out and yep. do something. Mm-hmm. I think as soon as we get closer and closer back to normal, I mean, there's nothing like going out on a summer night and, uh-huh. and just you know taking the family and everybody enjoying you know, all miss the that. aspects and. You know, we lost all that last year. I know Wade Howe is looking forward to having some baseball. Those I guys bet. have done everything to try to stay Aww. active over there. Yeah, you're right. All right, I think that'll wrap up uh, another edition of the WNCT 90 Your Side Sports Talk. Uh, thanks for jo- joining us this week, and, and be sure to tune in next week as well and everywhere that you find podcasts. Uh, that'll do it here uh, in the WNCT studio. For Brian Bailey, Kelsey O'Donnell, I'm Nolan Knight. See you next week.